welcome to the Sweat and Reflect podcast, where we'll break down how life is happening for you, not to you. I'm Meredith, a 30-something former teacher, widow, and life coach who is focused on empowering women to live their best lives no matter what they've experienced in the past. We'll laugh together, cry together, and at the end of the day, grow together. Are you ready to sweat and reflect your way through this crazy thing called life? Okay then, let's go. Hey friend, welcome back. Happy February. We are in it. I think last time we spoke, it was February Eve. Um, So now that we're like a solid week into it, I hope it's going well. I hope you have some positive energy that it's feeling much more light and airy and loving than maybe January did. Um, Because like, we got to say goodbye to that month. Um, On today's episode, we're going to do something a little different. This was actually requested by Ryan. Um, He really really wants me to be chatting about this whole Taylor Swift NFL thing. And you know what? Super Bowl's on Sunday. She's obviously having a big old week. Um, if you have been living under a rock, she announced at the Grammys that her 11th album, um, The Tortured Poets Department, is going to be released on April 19th. And so social media is all in a tizzy. All of the Swifties were convinced, based on outfit, all of the things that rep was finally going to drop. And nope. She got us again, and, um, you know, it's just further proving this, what is it, what's the word I'm looking for, like, trend that she has going where she do does two, re, two re-releases and then a new album. So she did two re-releases in 2023, Speak Now, and 1989, and so now we're getting this new album, and the title tracks... Oh my God, we're all going to need like serious therapy just for this album alone. And I'm so freaking here for it. Um, But before we like talk about that any further, let's talk about Taylor and the NFL because I have a lot to say about this, which is why Ryan really wanted me to do this episode. So this is for you. Um, Listen, I get it, right? You just want to watch the things that you want to watch without interruptions. You don't want, you know, things to be taken away from the, from the meat, we can say, we will say, of a situation, right? But like, with her being shown repeatedly during, you know, Chiefs games, it's not her freaking choice. All of these individuals who are like, oh, she's benefiting so much off of this. You know, she's milking uh, money. It's a mutually beneficial relationship. (laughs) Clearly, you don't know Taylor Swift, okay? This woman is a, excuse me, (coughs) self-made billionaire solely on her music. She does not need less than 30 seconds of TV time total during any NFL games to be boosting her sales, okay? She's there to support this man that she loves. And like, why are we, what is so freaking wrong with this world? I mean, there are so many things to count 
lately that but what is so wrong that like we just can't see this clip these flashes of this woman looking happy celebrating her man on the field with her friends and his family and at moments her family okay the game always cuts to fans screaming their heads off cursing crying over these nfl players but because someone famous someone who is a woman someone who is successful is being highlighted oh my gosh we have to apparently burn all of this shit down guys she does not care she's simply there to support travis she does not ask for this she is not looking for this she would love to just freaking sit in her box and just do her thing okay And like, if we're going to be so jaded that this is so disruptive, then where are all of these big, you know, crybabies when you see other celebrities being pointed out at NHL games, at NBA games, right? Josh Allen was at um, a Buffalo, the Sabre, yeah, Buffalo Sabres um, hockey game with his girlfriend, Haley Seinfeld, no one, no one said anything about that. And NBA games are constantly flipping and showcasing, you know, Jack Nicholson, Drake, uh, Jay-Z, like all of these big name stars at NBA, ga- NBA games who have no, like, connection to the NBA in terms of just being a fan, maybe being fan, uh, friends with some of the players, like more or less in the same situation as Taylor. And yet nobody box at that, right? When I'm sure when people are live at this games and they're showing them up at the, on the Jumbotron, no one is like, oh my God, why are we taking this away from the game? No, it is because she's a successful woman and men are threatened by this. And the older I get, the more I realize just how freaking small-minded men are are okay and not to generalize because for the most part like you know there are men who are all about women empowerment and they want women to have a voice my fiance included but like we are only hearing from the crybabies who are just constantly threatened by successful women and like I've had enough I have had enough right we don't need your approval We don't give two shits about how you are feeling at your games. Half of you are crying and throwing things and punching walls and getting trashed and doing drugs at these games and acting like buffoons, okay? I can even speak from personal experience about being at professional football games with people in my life and they are just getting completely trashed, can't even remember the outcome of the games, But, like, we have to protect the integrity of the sport, right? It cannot be overshadowed by, by like, a successful woman there cheering out her fucking boyfriend. Like, what is happening in this world? I sure understand. And, again, if you don't like Taylor Swift on a personal level, totally fine, right? We're all not going to – we don't all like the same cup of tea. We don't all have the same interests, Okay. But, like, can we step back for a second and at least, like, acknowledge what she is doing for 
you know, fathers and daughters, for families whose maybe kids wanted zero interest in football, right? They did not give two shits. And now it has become a weekly bonding moment for fathers and daughters, you know, mothers and sons, a whole family unit for friends. Not to mention, she has brought in like $53 million for the Chiefs alone as a result of her showing up. $53 million in revenue that they would not have had had she not been a presence at these games. She's not getting the kickback of that money. Hell, she doesn't even want the NFL to be playing her music, whether it's for intros, whether it's commercials, you know, none of that. It's like, please explain to me what the benefit of her being there is besides just cheering on her man. And then aside from that, again, you may not know her background, and that's cool. We all can't be obsessed like me. But she spent six years in a relationship with someone who wanted to pretty much be out of the public eye, wanted her to keep, you know, a lid on things that she was doing. And as someone who was in a, in a relationship where I kept a lot of, like, my personal life on the DL, I put on a happy face when I was in public and then, like, kept the rest of the shit inside, turned down so many opportunities and activities with people because I didn't want to really be a babysitter um, for Tim. And I didn't want to deal with like him getting drunk and saying something or doing something and like me cleaning up a mess. I get why now she just wants to let her love flag fly, right? Why she wants to be, you know, as, as out there as much as she chooses to be. Because when you have, in some ways, been repressed, suppressed, and I'm not saying she's, like, a victim, I'm not saying she's blameless, but I get it from the perspective of being so deeply in love with someone and wanting to make the relationship work that you are willing to do anything, anything to make the relationship work. You are willing to put yourself in a hole. You're willing to give up the things that you love. You are willing to minimize who you are to protect the integrity of this relationship. I wholeheartedly get where she's coming from. And now that she's in love and she's happy and Travis supports her and cares about her music and cares about where she is and what she's doing and just wants her to be her full authentic self. Just like Ryan wants me to be my full authentic self. Why can't we just like let her live? Like, why is it that we are so worried about 30 seconds of TV that in the grand scheme of things is not going to affect our life? Just like, why? I mean, there's even been moments, you know, since Tim has died where people have wanted me to not be so out there with my relationship with Ryan, like, especially in the beginning. Um, you know, why are you posting things about him? Why are you talking about him on your podcast? Like, let's be respectful of, you know, like where you've been. And I had to fight back and be like, I'm being respectful of where I've been. 
of where I kept so much inside, where I lived this shell of a life because I was so worried about my relationship cracking and saving Tim and being being what everybody wanted me to be. Yes, I still did things for myself, right? Like I still worked out. I still posted about Beachbody. I still went on like retreats and stuff, right? Which is like Taylor still putting out. I mean, I'm not saying I'm Taylor, but you know, she still put out music. She still created. She still, you know, did these things. But that doesn't mean that you still didn't feel fulfilled. It didn't mean that you weren't fully embracing who you were at the time, right? On some level, and again, I'm obviously not having these conversations with her, but even just looking at the new track titles of the Tortured Poets Department, you can tell how much she was clinging to this relationship, how much, like, CPR, essentially, she was giving the relationship, hoping that all of the time and effort she'd already given was going to help sustain it. I've been there. And it's so difficult. And I'm sure on some level you've been there, right? Maybe it's not a relationship. Maybe it's a job. Okay, if I just stick it out for one more month, I'm going to get that raise. If I stick it out for one more month, maybe my boss won't be a complete lunatic, right? Or in a friendship, right? If I just keep showing up, if I keep texting, if I keep initiating things, that person's going to reciprocate. And it's exhausting. And it puts you in a survival mode. And I have no doubt that on some level, she has been in a survival mode. And at the beginning of that relationship, it was beautiful. It was wonderful, right? She found this beauty and this comfort and this love at a time where the world hated her. And he was still willing and wanted to love her and see her for who she was. And then I can only imagine, again, based on... (laughs) you know, what we can garner from her music and from things that are out there that obviously dissipated and it became torturous. But again, how do you extricate yourself from something that at one point was everything to you? You find yourself stuck between this past that was everything that you needed and wanted to this present that is at times sucking the life out of you. And then you're envisioning this future and you can't stomach the idea of being without this person because you don't know how you'll survive. We need to just be better as a society We need to remember that we don't know everybody's stories. We don't know what they're dealing with behind closed doors. Yes, things might look all shiny and wonderful and you might get thrown up on a jumbotron or on the broadcast right during an NFL game. But it's in that moment where you just have to look and just see the happiness. Like, when did we just stop being happy for people? Is it a jealousy issue? Is it an insecurity issue? Like, what is, like, what is it? Again, you don't have to like Taylor Swift, right? The crux of this episode is about Taylor Swift. 
But it, it goes to something so much deeper about this inability for us to, on one hand, like cheer on people, support people, or just not be so bothered by people. On the other hand, it speaks so much to our deep-rooted patriarchal patriarchal society where women are a threat and like enough is a fuck enough and I don't know what more we have to do to change this but like we obviously just have to keep pushing I mean women fucking dominated the Grammys and we just need to keep dominating all areas because women are powerful women create change women are inspiring and we need to stop like silencing them And then there's just this third component of how we see ourselves in people like Taylor Swift. Because let me tell you, every single album that she has put out, I don't know how, (laughs) it has spoken to that exact moment in my life. Even Lover, when that came out in 2019, my world was falling apart. Only very few people knew that my love was, my world was falling apart. And that whole album was about like the beauty and the light and the love. And it was something that I was clinging to because that's what I wanted. I didn't want to be dealing with an alcoholic husband who I was pushing into detox and pushing into outpatient rehab and pushing into therapy. It also spoke to this deep-seated love that I continue to have for Tim. Right? Where you just want to see the good and you want to cling to the good. And you want that That pure love. I mean, when Mastermind... Oh my gosh, what Mastermind? That's just like my favorite song um, from Midnight's. When Midnight's even came out. Right? Like, Mastermind spoke to me on such a level because like that's... On a lot of levels how I just kind of felt like my relationship with Ryan played out. Like, none of it felt accidental. It all felt so intentional. And I wasn't necessarily the mastermind orchestrated, but there's some greater force who is the mastermind who has orchestrated that we're here together today. We're all over the place with this episode. (laughs) I didn't expect it, A, to be as long as it is right now, but B, to, like, be having such, like, a connection and, like, a reaction But see, that's the power, not only of Taylor, but of music, right? It's ability to to transform us, to connect us, to help us live on this level that oftentimes we as, I'm going to say mere mortals, don't have the ability of doing, right? Like, I could literally send people a Taylor Swift song and 
just simply say, like, this is how I'm feeling. And it would perfectly encapsulate how I'm feeling in that moment. And, like, that's what we need to sit with, right? Like, how do we feel in a moment? How is someone, whether they are someone close to you or someone like a celebrity like Taylor, how are they making you feel? If they are pissing you off because they are being shown on NFL, you've got work to do, okay? You've got fucking work to do because, like, that shouldn't be a bother. It's literally not detracting from you and your life at all, right? If we, if they weren't showing Taylor, they'd be showing something else at the game that would probably piss you off just as much. So, like, let's take this moment to be, like, introspective, to figure out, like, where we are and why we are reacting the way that we are. Okay, wow. We just went on, like, a whole thing. Yes, I love Taylor Swift. Yes, I'm obsessed about Taylor Swift. Sometimes I think I could just talk about her all the time. (laughs) But I think, again, it comes down to the lessons that we can learn from her. And just the the self-reflection that we can do ourselves. So... I hope that when you watch the Super Bowl this weekend, you can just fucking enjoy it. You can just be with your people, eating your snacks, drinking your drinks, and just, like, enjoying it. Just enjoy it. And for those of you that, like, are really still questioning her, let me know. I will send you some music. I will show you, like, what is happening. I mean, like, you just want to chat about her? Let's chat about her. How about that? Um, I don't know. I could go on and on. But we're just going to leave it at this. Like, I hope you are able to find grace and peace with where you are, who you are, and where you're planning on going. And that's, that's that. I love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening me to me talk about Taylor. If you are a Swifty and we are not already connected, like please hit me up on Instagram so we can send all of this info back and forth regarding the tortured poets department. Like need somebody else who's seriously invested to chat with it about. Um, and like, let's just have a great freaking day week. Enjoy the Super Bowl, And we'll chat next week. Bye. Thank you so much for being here today. It warms my heart knowing that I get to connect with you and that we are on this journey together. So if today's episode resonated with you, I would absolutely love it if you could leave a review because that will make sure that everyone else on this platform gets access to Sweat Reflect or if you at the very least share it on social media to help me get the word out.